Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. And we're back. How are you doing? <laughs> Great. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. So, podcast world, uh, we're back at it with, I think, a little bit of a unique, unexpected topic today. Uh, you know, so much of our work and what we're trying to share through this podcast are like financial planning tips and tricks. Like, how do we help people get from A to B? Mm -hmm. um, how about we talk about the stuff that doesn't work or <laughs> the hurdles that people come up against uh, throughout this process that can either be really discouraging. Um, maybe it's stuff that just gets them in a rut. Uh, we need to help them get unstuck. Um, yeah. You know, my mind's going to all right, some of our themes have been around 2020, but really this is just life. Like we can set a plan. We can say, here's how things are going to go and here's what we're going to do. And then boom, you know, you're, you're kind of set back. So yeah. I don't know, let's talk about hurdles and how we overcome them. Yeah. So less a technical podcast on a specific topic or topics, not about strategies, but really just like the nitty gritty. How, how do we actually help somebody do the planning and implement some of the things like just do the process. Yeah. And thank you for putting it in those terms. Yeah. So not technical. I like, let's just call it for what it is. Some of this is just going to be the mental side of like needing to get through life, you know, and clearly we're talking about some biases to the, the finance side of things, but mm -hmm. look, there are going to be certain things that are out of your control. So, right. Like, let's just put those there. You can't control this. That stinks, but then let's adjust. There are going to be certain things that we want to help people understand. Well, you can influence this. Like you're playing a role. So let's get through that. Mm -hmm. And then there's yeah. going to be the stuff that is just, again, it's a mental wall that that's why you have us. So right. I don't know. Let's list a couple things um, where we would see somebody needing help getting unstuck. Okay. You want to start or should I? Yeah. <laughs> you go, go ahead. You start. Um, sometimes it's just a lack of organization. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, if maybe we haven't said on this podcast, but we certainly have, have had the experience where, you know, people come to us with the plastic shopping bag filled with unopened mail and feeling guilty about that. And our response is that's okay. Like just starting. I, I mean, I think that's with a lot of things, just starting the process is often a big hurdle in and of itself. Yeah, because it looks too daunting. Like, uh, yeah. so right away, the mental picture comes to me of like, I'm literally talking about doing a puzzle with Lucas, my four, almost four-year-old. Happy birthday tomorrow, Lucas. Um, you know, this, this puzzle looks daunting, but when you organize it into here, are the edge pieces, here are the pieces that are all the same <laughs> color, like it, it becomes more manageable to tackle it. And I mm -hmm. think because there's just so many things that go into our financial life, and often they're in so many different places or they're influenced by so many different professionals or different people around us, it gets daunting. And if you're not yeah. organized, you don't know where you're at. You don't know what the next steps are. You're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we've, we certainly deal with the spectrum of, you know, not necessarily like the extreme do it yourselfers, but th there's, there's the huge chasm between someone who 
uses Excel spreadsheets to track everything themselves and the people that just kind of have the pile of unopened mail and, and we can kind of help everyone from both of those sides and then every, everything in between. But it, it, it truly is okay to not, I guess, feel like you have everything under control when it comes to this, this side of, of life. Well, yeah, and let's, let's call it for what it is there too. Sometimes money management and like being on top of these things, like there's, I think it's fun. Like this is our career, this mm. is what we do, but most, most people like this isn't fun. So no, you, you kind of, right. you set it it's aside worked. and you're not organized about it. So I think that's probably the most common one. And even, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like complete disorganization. There are right. people that are very organized but their finances aren't in one spot or they're not looking at it through one clear picture of how these things work together. And even right. that, you know, so this is nuts and bolts. We can use technology. We can lean into programming. You know, we have systems that we follow to help people feel organized simply because whatever the task is, whatever the decision is, if you're organized, things become clearer to you. Yes, that's fair. I think the next one ties into that. Uh, and if you want to jump to one, again, I don't want to cut you off here. No, no, no. I was, I was just gonna, I was gonna give uh, potentially a, a tip in that sense, and and maybe it's not so, really a tip, but it's for those where we see that where it is just you know some lack of organization, or just not feeling like they kind of have all of their ducks in a row. Out outsourcing, right? Us hiring somebody to help you organize that information you said it right we have the technology we've been through this like we have we have the systems in place outsourcing it and, and having somebody help you do that that's more than okay okay so that's going to tie into a different one that was popping through my head like i think i think it's okay to try to help people understand the things that they can now automate in their lives mm -hmm. right the amount of time and effort it takes to going into being organized or to following or tracking things or here we are saying, here's a whole financial plan that we took months to put together with you. We had hours upon hours of conversations. Now here are the things you need to do. Even that can feel like it's just too much to take on. If there's parts of that yeah. can, that can be automated, the review is automated, the organization is automated, the savings is automated. It, like it just makes it so much easier to stay on track. Yeah, that that's. I think that's one of the biggest helps is the automation right whether it's automating savings or automating the investing or just whatever you can just set up to just happen without your input as long as everything else is you know that that's set up correctly and on the front end you know it may take a little bit more work initially but to then not have to really focus or have that be a another item or you know task that you need to do on an ongoing basis it just removes that hurdle completely once you do it that first time. Yeah, and take that one step further, automate the relationship. I mean, we, we do not hold meetings for the sake of just holding meetings, right? right. But we kind of understand that if, if we let things go, we even just communication with people, if we let things go for too long and then you try to jump back into it, there's too much to get caught up on. There, there's too mm -hmm. many things that may have changed where now it feels daunting again when really the communication, the reflection, the how are we doing, the who's doing what, 
automate the relationship into a reasonable period of time where these check-ins can occur because that's what's going to keep you on track when things feel like they're moving as opposed yeah. to stop start right right how yeah many, and how many how many times is there something you need to do and you get interrupted and now you go do that other thing and now it takes you x amount of time just to get caught back up to where you were mm -hmm. like that happens in our financial life all the time yeah to to the point where you know, in, in thinking about if you do have something set up that is clearly repeatable and it, if it is automated to some degree, if you ever do need to make changes or adapt to different, you know, variables and situations, it's much easier to tweak something that's already existing than to your point, just starting over from scratch every time something changes. Yeah. And some of that then is just like, maybe I'm saying the same thing, but you almost have to carve out the time. Right. Yeah. You have you have to put something in your calendar, something in your day to day life, however you manage things to say, I know I need to do this. So I'm I'm going to put it on the calendar. <laughs> this, this is non-negotiable. Yeah, like, I, I need to do that. Yeah, I am a 100 percent religious user of the reminders app in my iPhone. Like if if there is something that I need to remember or block out the time to do it on the personal side of my life, everything lives in that reminders app or my calendar. Otherwise, it just, it just falls by the wayside. There's too much other things going on in life, family. It just, it falls by the wayside. Yeah. And to, to that point, you like, you almost have to, you almost have to set deadlines. I mean, how much yeah. it's human nature, how many of us get done everything we need to get done well ahead of when it needs to get done whether you're procrastinating or not, you know, that's, there's no judgment here. I, I just, my wife did it to me on Friday. You know, I've been circling around on making some sort of bigger purchase. I'm never good at it because I know I'm going to have like buyer's remorse the day after, but I've been talking about it for like three weeks. And she's like, by the time you come home on Friday, I need you to have your decision done. because I don't want to <laughs> talk about it anymore. Um, we, I think we do this in life and we see it with clients too. Yeah. If it's yeah. some sort of open-ended thing, Yes. Then you're you're almost putting yourself in a bad spot where you're either making a decision with a lack of info, you are looking for too much info or too much education, and you're just spinning your wheels. You're stuck. Yeah. That that that's another one where there's where there's not a where it's a decision that doesn't have you know that that time bound nature to it. I I in my head I'm 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 smiling when you're going through the scenario like. We're like goldfish in that we can grow to the size of the bowl. So as much time as you have for that <laughs> deadline for a lot of people, and I'm certainly guilty of this at times. Yeah, you'll just, well, that's due on Friday. What day is it? Oh, it's Tuesday. I can worry about that on Thursday. Like it's very easy to just let things continue to, to pass by. And that's, that's one of those things that, uh, yeah, carving out that time, just setting it aside, making sure that you actually do get to it is one thing, but I think the other part of that is, I think you alluded to it, if, if it's our help, hopefully to, if, if there's an important decision that needs to be made and it may not necessarily be time bound, part of our job is to help give perspective, go through some of the trade-offs, give the education, because sometimes it yeah. is just a lack of understanding. Like if I choose this, you know, what's the domino effect? Hopefully we can give a lot of that information to at least to start whittle down some options so that a decision can come at some point and actually have some confidence behind it where, where if you're just staring at a whole laundry list of 
you know, yeah. different variables or different options in front of you, sometimes you just get paralyzed by the amount of choice. And that's another reason why you just kind of let it go until the last minute. So people can put a lot of weight into the fact that you're talking to two CFPs here. Like, we, again, we've said this in different podcasts. We've gone through these things. It's our job to understand, like, are these good decisions or are these potentially bad decisions? But the other half of our work is to help people understand, like, maybe you're making a bigger deal of this than it really is based on kind of what we understand. Or yeah. on the flip side, hey, you're not giving enough attention to this. So when it comes to making decisions, we can also help and we want to help people get unstuck from either making a big deal out of a little deal or making a little deal out of a big deal. <laughs> and I, yeah, but that's like, well said. Um, so I've got another one where okay. I think we are seeing this more today than I think I've ever noticed it before. It's the internal biases that people have mm -hmm. that I would say in the theme of getting stuck they get stuck on something based on the way that they view it and not based on any other outside influence or education that may help direct them more towards what they should be focused on, right? Call that confirmation bias. How many yeah. people do we know that they do it with politics? We shouldn't, we're not talking about politics. They do it with <laughs> politics. They do uh -huh. it with financial decisions. They only seek out the data that supports the preconceived notion or the decision that they feel like they've already made yeah. When that's really probably leading them down a bad path. Yeah. That's, that's, I'll, I'll, you know, peel back the curtain. That's, that's one of the frustrating parts of, you know, kind of our experience as planners of trying to lay out, you know, all of the reasons why, you know, this decision makes the most sense for a person, but they, they came to us with kind of their mind made up of here, here's what I want to do. And you give them all of the data points, you give them all of the trade-offs and you really kind of lead them down that path to here's what you should be doing. And then ultimately it's, well, but this is what I want to do. So this is what I'm going to do because this is what I believe. And at, at a certain point, all of the outside information in the world is not going to change that opinion. It's not. And that's, it, it's hard. There's nothing that we can do about that. And that's where it really just comes down to being open to those different you know, options and different ideas to be able to, to make a decision that, that does feel best fit for anyone, you know, yep. situation. So, I mean, it comes down, how do we help with that? We got, we got to find a good way to communicate and everybody's right. a little bit different, but to help communicate and bring to light, like, Hey, here's what we're noticing about how you're approaching this. And, and often it's not to be combative, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want to take somebody that has some sort of preconceived notion about risk and now force them into something that's risky, like that's not gonna align. But I think it's our job to kind of help them recognize that, hey, if this is the main thing that you said was really important to you, your, your biases are actually leading you off the path to what really matters to you. So you either need to recalibrate yourself or we need to dive deeper into, <laughs> is the thing that you told us mattered most? Like maybe that's not what matter most. Like it's, it's just, finding a way to have more communication to get you unstuck from some sort of bias or perspective that you have. That's not good. Yeah. Yep. Right. And you've, you've said it, what are the, what's the most dangerous line <laughs> that somebody can give us? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to their finances. Yeah. This is how I've always done it. Right. Then what are you here for? You know, you're just gonna, <laughs> if, if, if you like the hamster wheel, that's fine. 
yeah that's fine but <laughs> yeah i think i think we're here to add perspective to give perspective of course yep yeah and part of that's just you know being an accountability partner right i i think if we are you know kind of to summarize what getting unstuck is all about it's having somebody that's going to help you get unstuck or notice when you're stuck yeah that's and that's hopefully the role that we can play it i feel like we've said this multiple times before that it, it really does come down to for, for us the, the planning process that that kind of end i don't call it a product but the, the end result is here is our to-do list here's all the action items that came out of all of these meetings all of the analysis here's now the handful of steps that we have to implement you're going to do this we're going to do these things and here's where we're going to collaborate together by the way here's when we're going to at least give a deadline right a target date where we're going to try to get these things done yep. by so that we actually do them and then it's just having having that ongoing relationship to hold us both accountable to that process and actually try to check those boxes yeah because i i, I don't want to make it sound like we're we're belittling the fact that people will get stuck. I mean, th this is what happens in life. And look, we work with a lot of incredibly productive people that get really frustrated by being stuck, right? Mm -hmm. So part of this is just the empathy of going, hey, again, this stinks if it's out of your control or if it's something you you can influence, but it's, it's keeping them back on the path of like, okay, if we're stuck, here's what we need to do to get beyond that and give them the tools to, to kind of get there. And oftentimes, I mean, you tell me if you feel differently. Oftentimes just having the conversation, like, let's just talk it out. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, there's nothing more rewarding for us than I think somebody just going, thank you. I just needed, like, I just needed <laughs> to talk that out. I just needed to feel like I, I could figure out why I was spinning my wheels. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, that's, we've often heard that at the end of conversations that it is. Yeah. This was even in conversations where we don't feel like we're, you know, reinventing the wheel or bringing any huge, you know, new information to the table. Oftentimes it, it really is just, yeah, saying things out loud with another human being allows yeah. you to just put that weight off of your shoulders and now just kind of move forward. It, and sometimes it really is just that simple. Maybe that's a good theme for the podcast here. I don't know if this was really valuable. Like when we get out of our when we get out of yeah. our technical world, like what what are we providing of value here? It's look, if you're stuck, it's okay. This is natural. If it's organization, if it's an accountability partner, if it's you need some sort of automation, like whatever it is, you've got a bias, talk it out. Reach yeah. out, talk it out. We're here. Yeah. It's our job. All right. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Catch you for a podcast next time. You got it. Bye. Hey, everyone. Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, Consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.